testing, testing. One, two, three. I got Tara in the house. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to Strip Down. I am so excited for today because I have a dear friend of mine here and you guys I'm sure know her and if you don't, you definitely will get to know her. I have the fabulous Tara Newell of Dirty John Bravo and a host of Time Out with Tara podcast and advocate. How are you, love? Good. How about you, Allie? Good. I'm so excited you're here. I know. I'm like so excited to be back. I yeah. I haven't been here since the 4th of July. That's right. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. I know. Can you believe the summer's gone and we're on to the fall? Like, almost. It's crazy. It just flew by. This past year has even flew by for me. Yeah. I, I know. I'm like, we're going to be in 2020 before we know it. Like, it's yeah. just, like, been a blur. And you've had, even since I saw you, you've had so many amazing things going on. You've been part of so many different events. You were just featured in People and did a whole amazing you know, article and everything with your survival and everything you went through. You had it, what was it, your third year? Third year anniversary yeah. of my trauma. Which is like incredible for you to share and how you had like a beautiful celebration dinner and all that. So just kudos to you on everything you're doing, even from when we first met and started hanging out and like built this friendship. Like you've done so much. You should be so proud. Thank you. Yeah. I honestly, now that you're saying it to me <laughs> right now, I'm like, man, I have done a lot. Yeah. yeah. I really am trying to just put myself out there and to help other women and just I think when you have that goal like time flies by absolutely and you don't realize how many important things that you're actually doing in that moment it's hard to look back right it's like even me it's like you're like I'm constantly in go mode and then all of a sudden I'm like oh I did do that oh I was featured there and it's like hard sometimes to give yourself that credibility and that like pat on the back of like good job like you did do all those things so I'm telling you good job because watching you as your friend and also someone who of course like you know no shade like I told like no shame I told you like when we first connected with social media like I had watched you know the show and I loved the story and everything that you were putting out there and sharing and I messaged you and you were so sweet and so kind to me and I was like wow I adore this girl's personality like even more now and how like real she is yeah you're welcome and we immediately clicked but like from that girl that I met then to like where you are now like it's just like wow to see the empowerment in you and how much you're trying to inspire and what you're doing it's beautiful well thank you like I appreciate that so much and like another reason why I feel like I don't notice it is because when you're doing a job like this, it's never done. Sure. And so it's like you do have to take time and give yourself credit for what you've been doing. Absolutely. Now. Yeah. So that being said, like, let's kind of give my audience, for those that haven't maybe seen the show or maybe know exactly what we're talking about, Dre John. I mean, most of them sure do, but let's just pretend they don't. Why don't you just give a little bit of backstory so we can get into, like you said, like where you're at now and what's going on. Okay, so um, a little synopsis, (laughs) and I'm laughing because it's just, I've done this I know you have, which is also another reason why I'm like, I don't really want it to revolve around that, because also when I look at you, again, too, I'm a little bit biased, I'm your friend, but there's so much more to offer than you just being a part of the Dirty John story. It's incredible, and it's amazing, and of course, it's great to have with your name, but like who you are as a person, because I can say this because you're my friend, it's like, wow, she's so much more. Thank you. Well, I'm laughing more so because I've done it so many times (laughs) that it's actually like a really serious thing that's happened to me, but I kind of joke about it and laugh about it now. Uh, Not really laugh or joke, but just like, just my sense of humor. Well, I imagine you must have to make some kind of sense of humor or something to kind of make it like okay, this isn't as, you know, intense as it really is. So I understand that. And because you are speaking about it so much because you have been doing so many shows and been out there with the press and all these different things, 
retelling your story, I can imagine, could be really hard. So you probably do have to add some kind of light and humor to it to be able to continue to yeah. share it. Yeah. So I don't want you guys to think that this is like right. a laughable no, thing. No, not at all. Um, it's actually something really serious. Um, my mom married a con artist. She didn't know he was a con artist, but she got wrapped up into this love, this love bombing, coercive control. And at the end of the day, she tried leaving him. She tried leaving him twice. The second time, he ended up spiraling downwards and just coming after me and trying to kill me. So crazy. So, like, that's the synopsis. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, yeah. and so... And and you had to step up and save your own life. Yes. And, and, and actually fight him in the moment to be able to overcome him being so crazy and spiraling. Yeah, no, he came after me and I was able to get the knife from him in my attack and I essentially killed my attacker. Yeah, which is like, I mean, when you say that out loud, that must just be so surreal to you. It is, but it's also kind of a disconnect mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. because I don't really think about it fully unless there's something that triggered me. Okay. Uh, where it's like, even a certain smell mm. can help trigger me to like sometimes if I smell blood then it just takes me back wow. to that day yeah and it throws me off so it's like right now this is not triggering to me right. but if something did happen like a certain smell or honestly like loud noises sometimes I just have to step away I mean understandable and I think it's good that you're aware of those triggers and you know instead of just being triggered you're paying attention to it and I know also like you've shared on your blog the therapy yes. that you do what is that called EMDR therapy EMDR and you're very vocal about it yes no because that's been the therapy that has really helped me mm-hmm. and it's helped like kind of desensitize myself but also go through my attack and I don't want to say desensitize it for like thinking and going through the attack, right. but like on a normal day basis, just like talking about it as of right now. Right. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I mean, I think it's important to share that because again, like you said, you're an advocate for helping others. And if that's something that truly helps you, then you want others to know about it because yeah. that's how we all heal, right? Is by sharing the pain that we've been through in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And in your case, of course, surviving and being able to share, this is what I'm doing to be able to not only get by, but to thrive and be able to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And like therapy is scary to a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. Myself included. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, Therapy is not as scary as you think. Yeah, it's hard at first to allow yourself. Like, obviously, I haven't been to your therapy, but, like, you know I've shared with my postpartum depression. And I went therapy for that. And that was very hard for me to even admit that I needed to be there and have those conversations. And it is scary at first. And you feel very vulnerable and, like, what am I doing here? And is this the right thing? But you're right. It's very necessary. And it's not scary when you actually allow yourself to be in it. Yeah. And getting there was the first step. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so you know I told you Stripped Down is all about being truly real and raw and your authentic self. And why I wanted to have you on was not just to share your story, but to also really, like, have you talk about you as Tara. Like, you know, the woman that you are, you know, since going through this and where you're trying to go with, you know, your own self and, you know, your your brand and everything you're doing. I wanted you to share with us, like, your heart and soul and who you are authentically. Well, I am just... A basic 
Orange County girl, actually, I feel like I have a little bit more spunk to me. <laughs> you totally do. Totally do. Um, and then I'm just, like, very earthy. Sometimes I do, like, nice things here and there. Yeah, she's wearing her cute Jeffrey Campbell studded boots that I'm going to steal off her feet before she leaves. And she's got these fabulous little pink nails. Let me just paint a little picture on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. But I do enjoy just hanging out in the dirt also in the sand. Yes, I've seen that like... too. Yeah. <laughs> Total versatile. I love it. Yes. I'm, like, I would take... A tiny home and go toward the country Mm -hmm. and just explore and just be one with nature. Yeah. Have no makeup on, live in the same t shirt for the week. Yeah, girl, I'll give it to you. I don't think I could do that. (laughs) I mean, I like slept in my makeup, obviously, but like, I don't, I'm not. I enjoy a little bit of the like nature and being on the dirt a little bit, but then I'm like, mm, can I go find some fresh air and like, can I be out of the gross? Like, I don't, I'm, I'm like a little bit of a girly girl like that. Yeah. I have a little bit of, I have a little bit prissy, yeah. Uh, well, it's okay, you know. <laughs> this is just what makes me happy. Sometimes. Yeah, it's right. just like being one with nature, mm-hmm. knowing that nothing else around you is going to like harm you in that instance Mm -hmm. it's like a safe spot to me okay so you like really feel comfortable in nature yes i feel one with nature (laughs) nature. i love it i love i was waiting for you to say i was like i'll let you yeah okay that's cool though so um that's what i like to do in my spare time oh my dog i was gonna say and you Uh, love animals yeah i have like two ferrets two dogs Mm -hmm. i have a saltwater aquarium (laughs) if i had a two-bedroom house i might expand my (laughs) my animals the animal collection. I love it. Yeah, but I only have a one bedroom apartment, so so far. Yeah, so it's really hard to fit all of us in there. And I love it. I'm a homebody. Yeah. But I'm also just like I love to get to know people. Yeah. I love to hear everyone's story and get to know what they're going through. I'm basically an why I'm an empath. Yeah. So I do love having that connection and being there for people. And also, I feel like a lot of people open up to me. Oh, they do for sure. I've seen it. Well, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think like even in our friendship, like yeah. we got pretty close pretty fast. And I think a lot of it is because like I felt like I could open up to you and vice versa and we could share and there was no judgment. And if anything, it was just support and love. Yeah. Like if you honestly messaged me... Well, I don't want to say message me because if you yeah. told me, oh, I killed this person, right. I would just be like, oh, okay, <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> you know, go about right. it that way. Right, right, right. But basically, people can reach out to you and you're going to respond to Yeah. That, which I know you do that. Like, even in your social media DMs, I've seen we're hanging out, someone messages you and you're always getting back to people and trying to be a support yes. and advocate for that support and everything, which is amazing because yeah. people need that. Thank you. But if I don't respond, it's like... I need to take time for my self-care. Yeah. And that's really important to me also because dealing with PTSD and honestly, like, having a normal day life. Yeah. It's really important to take self-care for yourself. Find what makes you happy. What is your kind of vice. Yeah. And, like, go with that and just, like, love yourself. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's so beautifully said because I think we don't realize that whether we've gone through something you've gone through or someone you know had their own trauma it's like self-care is so important and if you're yes it's great to do for others but if you're not taking care of yourself you're not going to be able to help others so how do you allow yourself to self-care and check in to make sure that you are checking in with Tara well I like a lot of time like I am a social person but Mm -hmm. I do like to be alone Mm -hmm. I like to recuperate I like to about what I'm doing um just hanging out with my dogs yeah I watch a lot of tv and it's honestly it's like 
so comfort <laughs> comforting to have the TV on and yeah. just to feel like I feel like I'm not alone right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then also when I'm watching TV, I'm like either working. Sure. Um, and then other times I'll just go take a bubble bath. Yes, I'm all about a good noise. bath. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then something I've been doing a lot lately and I've like never been a gun ho like go meditate kind of person. Uh-huh. It's been really hard for me. Yeah. And it takes time and oh, meditations. Yeah, meditation's no joke. Yeah, and people don't understand that at first when you go into that, but mm-hmm. it's a process. You have to kind of train yourself. Yeah, you have to yeah. kind of tell yourself, like, I'm going to do this. Like, yeah. I'm doing this for myself. I'm, I want to do this. I want to learn how to. I agree with you. I mean, I had a lot of trouble when I first was trying to meditate, and I would just give up. And now yeah. I finally have found, I'm still finding more and more time to do it, but I've found a way to get there faster yeah. and allow myself. And it's amazing how, for me, when I meditate, I immediately, like, feel that relief. Like, yeah. something massive will go on later in the day, and I don't feel as affected as I normally would. Yeah. No, like, I'm so wound up sometimes, mm-hmm. and, like, I don't seem that way to a lot of people yeah. because I have, like, a calm <laughs> But I'm so wound up, and I have anxiety up the butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, you really need to, like, do that. Right. Yeah, and I think it's really important. I think, again, like, I love that you brought up self-care because especially for, like, moms and moms to be that listen, you know, to my show as well, like, they'll say to me online, like, I don't know how you do it all and I don't know how you handle this. And I'm like, listen, first off, I don't do it all. Like, I have to say no to things. I have to prioritize. I have to figure things out. And I love that you said you check in with yourself and you take a time out and you're like, okay, it's time to self-care because we all need to self-care. And I don't think we realize that that sometimes enough, you know? And so how do you know for yourself, like, when you need to kind of step away and allow that self-care? And are you good about it? Or, like, how does it all, like, play out for you? I mean, sometimes I'm not good about it Mm -hmm. because I'm a pushover for people. Mm -hmm. If you literally were like, oh, I'm cold, I'll be like, oh, (laughs) I'm cold too, but here's my jacket. (laughs) Um, It's just, like... I have a kind heart. Thank you. I have to put boundaries up Mm -hmm. and um, be like, okay, like, I love this person and they're, I don't want to say the word bugging me, but like they're hitting me up to like go hang out right, or to podcast or something. And I've also canceled on you a few (laughs) times because I needed self-care. Yeah, and that's okay. And I think it's good that you share that because it's like, you know you needed that yeah. self-care. Like, it was important to be able to be like, okay, I needed that time for myself. And again, it's like, you are the most important. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you're a mom, you're a single woman, like, whatever it is, you need to be able to have that time to check into you to be able to put back into others. And especially yes. for you, like, I watch you being an advocate and being that you do share so much of your life and story and are so public about it, you're constantly giving to others. And you have to make sure you put back into you. Because, yes. I mean, when you give to others all the time, like, it, I can imagine it is draining. Oh, yeah. No, just hearing people's stories, like, I love hearing them and mm-hmm. I love connecting with them. But sometimes I'll be like, man, yeah, I just want to hug her. Right. I want to be there for her right now. I just want to help her situation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's honestly nothing I can do. Right. It has to be that person to help themselves. Yeah. And I'm sure that could be a lot of the times yeah. they need to help themselves. Yeah. But I don't think it's necessarily helping themselves with like if they have an attacker or anything. Oh, of course. Like, always right. get help for yes. that. Right. I just want to like there's sometimes where I get messages and it's like, okay, you got to create boundaries sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, this may, like, he may be a bad person, but you also have to learn 
what is appropriate for you and give yourself self-care. Right. You know what I right. mean? Right. Absolutely. So it's like sometimes I can't help them mm-hmm. and it's an inward thing. Got it. Okay. And is it hard for you to sometimes draw those boundaries because again what you are doing with being an advocate and wanting to be there and because you said like you do know in your personality you have a little bit of that empath quality is it hard to kind of pull back and, and be able to draw those boundaries oh absolutely it's so hard but I realize at the end of the day that if I go home mm-hmm. and it's too much I will lose it right I will have I and I don't talk about this often Mm-hmm. but I will sometimes have meltdowns yeah where and that's just, okay yeah but it's like bawling crying oh, and it's yeah. like it's, it's a lot. too much yeah so it's like okay that's my reminder that I need to put up these boundaries right and then check into self-care yeah. and everything else and I think like that again is a great message just for across the board because like even me I've told you as a mom like I have to constantly check in with myself and be like draw boundaries, allow myself yeah. that self-care because I'm always giving, giving, giving and then forgetting to give to myself. Yeah. And then I wonder why, you know, come into the week, I'm spinning out of control. I'm super upset. I'm super moody. Everything's triggering me and everything's happening. And it's like, well, yeah, because I didn't do the work to yeah. draw those boundaries and, and allow that. So good for you for well, being aware you. of that and like, you know, doing that for yourself while still trying to allow yourself to help others. Yeah. So being that we're talking about this and, and being with, you know, like being an advocate and, and you know, these – um, types of situations I'm curious because you know for those that maybe are dating or for those that are in certain situations what would be I guess maybe some red flags you'd want to share and some teachable moments maybe that you saw with your own mother um, that others should maybe pay attention to you know things like that I just feel like I even personally don't know because I've been very blessed and grateful to be in a great relationship with my husband and know him from home and all that. So, you know, I didn't ever go through anything like that. And even in dating, I had weirdos, but nothing too crazy. And I feel like there's a lot of situations nowadays where you hear of people in horrible situations and especially with like catfishing and all these different things. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you also have heard and seen it all. Like, could you share with us like maybe just some things to look out for and things that like, you know, speak to you and what you'd want us to know? Okay, so I'm going to tell you some red flags to look out for, mm-hmm. but then I'm also going to touch base with something else. Okay. Um, because I feel like there's kind of two things that go into looking for someone that's kind of a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Um, so the red flags, some of the red flags are not looking someone in the eye, basically not having good social skills. Okay. Um, but then that can also be different type of mental disorders, like not mental disorders, but other type of disorders like ADHD, autism, and so on from there. Mm -hmm. So that's just one sign. Okay. You kind of have to pay attention to that. Like if there's something like autism going on or is there like a personality quality here? Got it. Okay. So that's one to be paying attention to. Um, Another one is going kind of off of the social factor also. Does he have any friends? Oh. How good of friends are these? Like, are these friends around? Has he known them for a long time? You kind of want to analyze them. If he's only had friends for a short amount of time, that's only okay if you just move there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. Because these people don't really know who this character is. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is having a good relationship with your family. Sometimes your family's crazy, but <laughs> we most, all have crazy families in some way, yes, shape, or form. Yes, but most of the time you want to have that connection yeah. with your family because they're a kinship. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other things is love bombing. Oh. Um, 
So love bombing is basically when you get into a relationship and he is constantly throwing um, attention, like attention at you, telling you you're pretty, um, holding your purse for you, good, and making a smoothie, mm-hmm. or cooking a smoothie, <laughs> um, cooking a meal, yeah, cooking you right. a meal, like and just being constantly there and not allowing you um, space to think. Okay, and that so can, being kind of on top of you, like consistently doing these things. Yes. Over and over again. Yes. Okay. But knowing enough to where it's not going to irritate you, where you're like, this is like too much, mm-hmm. where this is a stage five clinger, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be just enough where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm falling for this guy hard or mm-hmm. a woman, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And um, one last thing is um, just watching him how he reacts or like acts with your friends. Mm-hmm. And then going with the boundaries is when you're getting into a new relationship, it's really important to have boundaries on that, to know what you want and you don't want, to having your views and opinions respected, and then to also um, have that space where you're able to kind of figure out who is this person. Right. Yeah. And actually understand them and know them. So those are amazing, like, tips and things to pay attention to so being the you know daughter of deborah and obviously your mom being in that horrible situation for you as her daughter like do you feel like you now always kind of see red flags for her are you very aware of her relationships because she is your mom and because of what you went through well not because of what i went through Mm -hmm. but honestly just because she is my mom i am protective over her Mm -hmm. Um, she's had a few guys in her life where it hasn't worked out. Uh So it's always like I've had that protectiveness for her. Okay. And so has my sister. So when you guys have this protectiveness, is it like a protective, like you see that it's not going to work out or you see that they might be like that next level of like, "Mm, maybe you're really not good for my mom. So it's kind of both, but... For the majority of it, when we get really vocal about it, yeah. it's if this guy seems like a scumbag yeah. or a loser. Yeah. I don't want my mom with a loser. Of course. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. You want good things for your mom. So is that hard sometimes on your relationship as a mother and daughter? Because obviously, mothers and daughter relationships are hard, period. Like, I love my mom such my best friend, but like, we still get into it over little things. Like, that's just yeah. life because it's mother and daughter. So, does that take your relationship with your mom to a different level because of what she's been through and your family's been through and because of the things like you're sharing of what you've seen in her dating life? Um, I never thought of it as like a different level. Well, I mean, that's not the right verbiage, but just to a different, I guess like to a different like height of that protectiveness and of that dynamic of the mother-daughter relationship and, and, and because of the way she has dated and those different things. Um, I think it has made me a little bit more so, mm-hmm. but I would have been protective either way. Right, because she's it's, your mom. Yeah, and it's just like who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. Like if someone said something to me at a bar and called me fat or something, mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, whatever. Sure. But if someone called my friend fat, I'm like, yeah. No, I've oh, seen no. you be protective. Yeah, no, you <laughs> you come at people for me. Like I, I've seen that protective nature. Oh of you. yeah, yeah. The, the bully <laughs> dally. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. No, yeah. I've seen that side of you, and 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 I can see like how you be protective of your mom in like the same sense and everything. And I think yeah. that's beautiful. And I was just curious, like 
as a mother-daughter relationship, like if that is something that, you know, made you guys closer or made you a little bit less close because you have to like watch out for something or just like what it did, if it did anything to the relationship. I like, I have a thought more. Yeah. Like about that really, yeah. you know? Yeah. Totally. Um, But I think it has in a sense, mm-hmm. but not so much because right. also I'm to the point where, you know, bound going yeah. back to boundaries. Yeah. It's like you have to put up boundaries with your parents. Absolutely. Too. And it's not easy. Yeah. I know. So, I love <laughs> yep. her, but yeah, it's like, you know, I don't need to call her like five, six, ten times a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Five, six, ten. Yeah, I can see how that might be a yeah. little bit much. Yeah, I know. A I little mean, bit excessive. Yeah, no, I get it though. And it's like, I mean, just even obviously me being a new mom and a parent, like, I get it so much more now because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm already so like all over Amelia. And I try not to be because I'm like, okay, you're exploring, you're like this little thing. But at the same time, it's like your baby and it's everything. And it's like, so yeah. I get it. And even though, you know, you're much older, like it's like, you know, from a baby, like it's like your mom still looks at you as her little thing because she birthed and raised you. And now you're scaring me to have kids <laughs> because I'm like, if I'm this protective over you and my mom, like I'm going to be that person on the playground pushing over kids that push their kids and being like it. I'm sorry your kid did that first <laughs> sorry I was handling the situation yeah. oh my god I love it wait so do you want kids I do yeah yeah but you're so good with Amelia she like the first time she met you she like got right on your lap and was like hey and I was like oh well you guys are like gal pals now yeah it's just been a little bit of a rocky well I don't know rocky or just like interesting love life yeah. i don't know what's going on with life. yeah oh ooh, do you want to share this with oh, your man. love life <laughs> uh, well like i'm dating someone okay he's really cool okay um i think i i think i've met him maybe yes you have <laughs> he was at the bowling okay yeah i met him <laughs> um yeah no i really like him and mm-hmm. stuff it's just um dating in la is hard yeah LA is very hard. Yeah. LA and New York are both very hard places to date. Like, I used to think New York was really hard, and then I moved here and saw all my friends dating. I'm like, wow, LA might be harder. Yeah, I'm like, should I just move to the Midwest? <laughs> You'd fit right in just because you do love like but, all of that nature and all yes, that. Yes, I will get the, my cowboy boots on. Right, I know you will. I'll go in the dirt. <laughs> like when I was little, I used to have. Well, I used to go to a dude ranch. Uh huh. And. We catch all these frogs and just like stuff oh my them God, in my overall. You're hilarious. There's like eight pockets. Oh my God. Like, and you all the frogs frog here, frog here. <laughs> little, little frog friends. Yes. Oh my God. Hilarious. No so wonder cool. you and my husband get along. Like Justin, like when we first started like dating, he came to my parents' house like back in New York when we lived up like, a little bit in the suburbs and a frog had fallen into our pool and Justin jumped in and saved it and he was like, it's still alive. And he's like playing with it. And my mom was like, okay, put the frog down he's like no look at the frog and like i now i know why he totally jealous me other than the fact that he thinks you're a badass and super fierce <laughs> but like now i now i get it because he also like loves being in nature and like all that and now you guys got the whole frog thing going on so it makes sense <laughs> maybe we could go well i would say hunting but i don't really want to kill animals <laughs> we could go bird watching go watching yeah. i love it and just go like save some frogs and everything yeah so funny or oh, like God. a beach cleanup oh yeah there you go that'd be that fun. would be fun yeah we should look into that yeah. i know a few friends that i know have done that in the past before and they said it's like really rewarding okay yeah, yeah no one of my friends just tagged me in it oh really and i'm like might be this weekend though. Oh, you're already doing your country thing this weekend, right? Yeah, if I find any friends to go with me. Everyone's busy this weekend. I know. I think it's because it's like the first start to September. Oh, I didn't okay. realize that like there's just like, it's already like 
September, like the it, the days and months are just like flying. I feel like everyone's just like getting booked up and it's so busy. Yeah. But so okay, so you're dating this guy, and so I'm curious. You like you really like him? Yeah, he has a dog. Okay. <laughs> must love dogs. Must I get love it. Dogs. I love it. Hey, listen, you gotta have the things that you are important to you. So what else yeah. is on your list of what's important? I'm. Yeah. <laughs> we just changed this to a little bit of a dating show. I'm like, okay, so he like cooks for his dogs. Okay. Wow. His dog. Okay. Um, but he watches his friends' dogs all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's that's something you should look for in a man, right? So yeah. he cooks for their dogs. Yeah. I yeah. mean, why not? Um, that means that he's taking care of them, right? Yeah. He wants the best for them. Yeah. And he's never made me pay for a meal. That's Yep. So you know what? So, it's, yeah. it's not dead. I know. And I am the most worst person with this. Yeah. I am like, the last time I offered to give him money. Oh, yeah. Because you were trying to like be nice and say like, let me pitch in. Yeah. No, girl. I'm he like, just wants to take care of you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's no, nothing I wrong with you want to pay your way. But like, if they're offering to do it and they're trying to be shepherd, I'm all about, listen, I've married Justin for seven and a half years. And like, obviously, like we share money and everything. But like, if he's like, like, babe, I've got this. And like, we're out somewhere because we're like going on a dinner date. Like, I'm like, go ahead, babe. Like, yeah. no problem. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, that's, that's a nice thing. Yeah. And I feel like I need to learn to take a step back mm-hmm. and not be like, I need to give them this, this, and that. It's you think like, that's just part of your, like, well, wanting I, to help personally? I don't know. It's just, like, I'm just, like, okay, so some of my relationships, like, my one that I was with, that I lived with, the guy in Vegas and stuff, he would always pay for my meals. Mm-hmm. And I really liked him for that. Mm-hmm. But everyone else in the past, I've always, like, paid for them. Oh, interesting. So it's, like, kind of just having to break that cycle. Got it. Okay. And yeah. be aware of that cycle. Yeah. Because oh. I'm just like, oh, like, do you want to, should I owe anything? Yeah. And it's just like, I've always been taught to offer. Of course, I get that. Like, if you go out, like, if yeah. you're with friends, parents, of course. you're yeah. like, can I, like, Right, can contribute? I please contribute? You know? Even if they say no, and you yeah. know it's going to be no, you still offer. Of course, yeah. I was taught that, too. Yeah. And I have the money, too, if right. I, if they still said, yeah, you should pay. I'm right. like, yeah. Okay, I can do okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Totally. And it's, like, proper etiquette. But yeah. I think it's, like, especially when you're new, because you guys have been newly dating. Yeah. Because we weren't at the bowling alley that long ago, because that was for Carrie's birthday, and, like, Rachel and all of them were there, and yeah. that was only a couple months ago, right? Yeah. I'm, like, trying to think now, because the day's been flying, but, No, yeah. thank you for reminding me that it hasn't been that much time. Yeah. It hasn't, right? Because yeah. I'm, like, like, I'm trying to remember when you yeah. guys first... Met and like when I first met him. So I first met him like technically in June. Okay. Yes. Okay, and then I met him with you when I was with Chris yes. and Rachel and all and Carrie and all our friends for Carrie's birthday. Yeah, and then I went and hung out with him afterwards. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And I don't like I blacked out that day. <laughs> Oops. I never really black out except for when I go hang out with Carrie. <laughs> well, yeah, she loves to get a little bit. Yeah, okay. Well, God love her, but she almost killed me at your birthday. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm now going to uh, be the uh, mom and be the one that's going to be responsible and take care of all you girls because everybody was like, because <laughs> I think there was a point where I started buying everyone yes. Patron shots. Yeah, you were yeah, you were a little I was like, okay, enough. <laughs> was and like, then I got the bill and it was like six hundred dollars <laughs> later, honey. You're like, oops. I'm yeah. like, whoops. Yeah. You know yeah. what? Whoops, what did I Should do? I Venmo everyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But then me knowing me when I get 
get to that like right. that point, I'm like, it's on me, guys. Right. I got it. No yeah. worries. Yeah. No, we've all we've all been, we've all been there. I mean, I, I I get it. But so yeah, so it wasn't that long ago that you and him started like flirting and hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember he was like totally eyeing you up at the bowling alley. Oh, so, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because I didn't know, and then Chris said to me, like Chris Medina, our friend, he was like, he was like, yeah, I think that's a guy that like has interest in Tara. I think she might have mentioned him, and I was like, oh yeah, she kind of mentioned him to me, but I didn't like really know who he was. I didn't, I don't know him until yeah. like I met him that day. So yeah, I totally noticed a little bit of that. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> makes me feel so happy <laughs> because I get so inside my head mm-hmm. sometimes. I'm like, okay, he's not much of a texter at all. Uh huh. Doesn't that drive me crazy? He is my I husband. Step up a little bit with that, <laughs> but you know what? Um, I can be really like I can hold a conversation myself. Sometimes. Yeah, I feel like same. Like, <laughs> I get you. I know we've texted a bunch together. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like okay, like if he messages me one thing, right. I'm like, okay, so how's this and that and that and that? You know, how's your yep. day? Yeah. I might yep. be like a little too much. Yeah. But All I of think us. we. <laughs> likes that oh okay but i don't know oh that's interesting but like yeah he, he's been eyeballing me so i'm like yeah maybe he enjoys that yeah i never know right just bring a little bit of crazy as long as it's good crazy it's yeah. okay it's fine it's not like you're telling them mean things right you're just like asking a like a little excessive. more yeah it's a little extra yeah, yeah. oh listen i've married my husband for so many half years and like it's funny he calls it chain texting when i like oh go too God. much he'll be like he'll go babe <laughs> my day is great now you're chain texting me. And I'm like, what? And he's like, one, two, three, four, five, six in a row. And I'm like, ooh, rude. And he's what? like, but no, he's like, he's like, I'm working and like, I love you, but like, I don't need to answer all these questions right now. And they're literally coming all at once. And I'm like, okay, reel it in. You know? Yeah. And like, should I just give them bullet points? Right? I know, thank God now for like the thumb up and like the hearting, right? You don't have to like respond or anything. You can just kind of like love something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On the messages, so you don't have to keep going. Like, even though you want to respond and be like, I'm just sending everything. You're like, yeah. like, yeah, no, I have to, like, remember that I don't have to reply to every text <laughs> right. message. Right, Because someone will be like, yeah, that sounds good. I'll be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, you can just leave it alone. It's like, it's fine. That's so yeah. funny. Okay, so you've been dating for, like, a hot New York minute, I would say. A hot New York minute, I like that. <laughs> okay. So you really like him. I do. And so must love dogs. He cooks he cooks for his dogs, takes care of them. He pays yeah. for you for your meals. Yes. What else is on the list of the things he does? It's like chivalrous, like you know, you're into him. Um I don't know if it's like chivalrous, but I just have a personality uh-huh. and I have no filter on my <laughs> Which I love about you. Well thanks, <laughs> but it can get me in trouble sometimes. Yeah. But I saw it in the bowling alley too. Remember oh, that guy? Oh yeah, but that guy Oh no, he deserved it. He deserved it. Yeah. He and was, that was like intense. I mean he yeah. was like, do you want to share really fast yeah, like sure. what happened? I had security kick him out twice because yeah. he kept hitting on me and my friends. Yeah, he was intense. Yeah, I wasn't giving him the any mm-hmm. eyes. I was not like come here boy Neither was any of my friends. Mm-hmm. This guy was just creepy. Yeah, he coming was off of very creepy. Yeah, Hollywood Boulevard. I know and, a great place to be. Right, <laughs> and then he just like wouldn't leave the third time, mm-hmm. and so I told him to f off. Yeah, I told him there's the door. Right, don't See stumble it? on the <laughs> yeah, way exactly. out. We don't want to hit you on the way out. Yep. And then he like was starting to say things to me, and I guess my friends were like it was very aggressive. 
but he had one of those um, ventilator oh, things. Oh, yeah. I know. What do you call those? I, I don't, don't even know. The hole in your throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could not hear what he was saying. So I kept repeating myself, there's the door. You right. need to leave. Right. Go. And I think I said some other stuff. <laughs> it's fine. But, like, I just was like, he's a threat. Yeah. Right. And he's not listening, mm-hmm. and he needs to go. Right. Yeah, and then they and then they did escort uh-huh. him out. I remember that. But he was getting. I remember in the moment when I was standing there with you, he was getting pretty close, and he uh-huh. was like getting in your personal space and wasn't listening, regardless of what was going on. Yeah, and you know what's funny is the guy that I'm dating. Yeah, he was in the bathroom the whole time. I was gonna for say, this. where was? Yeah, I remember. That's right, because I was like, yeah. he was there. Oh wow. Yeah. So, um, you know, if that would have like. I'm sure, like, guys would have stepped oh, in. Oh, absolutely, like, for sure. But, no, like, the security had to step in, mm-hmm. like, kick him out. There was a girl working there, and mm-hmm. she had to get a guy. Right. Because oh, she yeah, was I remember scared the herself. She was nervous herself. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think in that situation, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but because of what you've been through and that you did have to do self-defense and all of that, that you are way more aware and heightened to those kind of situations, whereas ourselves, just, you know, another woman might not really take it as a threat right away. It may take us a minute to be like, oh, they're really in my space. They need to go. Whereas yeah. you were very vocal and were like, this is not safe. And this is no longer warranted. Like, you need to get out of my space and you need to leave. Oh, yeah. No, and I was preparing to, like, break my glass and stab him <laughs> in the back. <laughs> you're like, how do I get you out of here? I'm like, I'll get ghetto on you <laughs> if, you're, if I'm not feeling safe. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, and, I mean, obviously that's most important that you're feeling safe. Yeah. So... Being that now you're seeing him and we're keeping his name off, <laughs> off the podcast, he's going to be like, oh my gosh. Um, and you know you're going to get so many different DMs. I'm like, who are you guys talking about? Uh, but you'll just have to find out and wait and see. Yeah, but, I don't even know if it's exclusive. So if oh, you're listening, let me okay. know. <laughs> Stay tuned. We might give you an exclusive. Um, I love it. I love it. But like, he obviously makes you feel safe. So because, safe. Because you're into him and, and yes. dating him. And what would you say for others that are, like, dating? How could you make sure that, like, that they also feel safe? Of course, the red flags you said to watch out for before. But, like, I guess what would what are the things sometimes that make you feel safe, like, with him now being a guy that you're seeing? This might make me cry, but um, just, like, him respecting everything about me. Mm-hmm. It's just so refreshing. Oh, that's beautiful. Things. And respecting, like, my flaws, too. Yeah. I have, like, sweaty feet and hands. <laughs> You're beautiful. We okay. all have flaws, girl. Thanks. But he was literally rubbing my feet, and my feet oh. were getting sweaty. <laughs> and normal people, like, normal guys, like, just are like, why is your feet wet? Yeah. And he didn't even say anything like that. I just, like, said, sorry, my feet are getting sweaty. Mm -hmm. And he didn't pull his hands away or anything. He kept massaging my feet. And I was just like, that's the first time ever that someone just, like, with that flaw, like, accepted that. And didn't think it was gross or nasty. So it was, like. It was heartwarming to you. Yeah. I love you. You're getting all teary I love you now. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. I don't say I love yous first. Yeah, there you go. Good girl. Good girl. No, but like that's beautifully said and I love that you got emotional because it's like at the end of the day, we all just want to feel accepted. Yeah. And we all just want to feel loved and we all just want to feel safe. And so it's like great that like you are experiencing that with him and that he's showing you that and something as simple as that, even though it might sound silly to someone else, for you obviously, 
that's important. And yes. because that's something that maybe bothers you a little bit and it's something you feel is a quote-unquote flaw to you, it makes you feel good that he doesn't even think anything about it. He's just like, I'm just rubbing your feet because that makes you feel good. Yeah, and it was just like I've never had anyone – well, like I had guys treat me nicely and mm-hmm. stuff, but no one's ever like made me feel like this – like, there's nothing wrong with me. You know uh, what I mean? There's nothing wrong with well, you. Thanks, I know, but, but I know what you're saying. Like, because of what you've been through in your story and everything, I'm sure it's hard also to put yourself out there with a lot of different people. Yeah. Friends, relationships, business, especially men and dating. So the fact that he's being very accepting and just being and, – and just seeing you as you – is probably very important to you. Yeah. And I, and I no, mean... No, it's so important. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, because at the end of the day, take everything else away, but you're a Tara. Like, that's who you are. Yeah. You know? And I... Yeah, you're welcome. I'm you know? Tara. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But it's true, you know? And it's like, I think that's so important and like the bigger message in that for all of us is that like, we are all flawed. Yeah. And we all do have imperfections. And we all have things we need to work on. We all have things we're aware of that we don't like about ourselves and all these different things. By the end of the day, it's like, who are you inside? Yeah. And like you, like, I know you truly and you're a beautiful person. Well, you have a beautiful you. and kind heart. You know, and he obviously sees that. And he, you know, like you said, like, it doesn't matter to him something silly like that because there's nothing, it's just an outward thing. It's nothing yeah. to do with like who and, you know, you are. So I think that's beautiful that you say like that's what makes you feel safe. And I think that's great for someone else to take away and look at in their relationship and say like, okay, there might be other things, but like something like that makes me feel safe, makes me feel loved and trusted and that's obviously the most important things in a relationship yeah well and then i'm also really attracted to him yeah he's good looking yeah <laughs> that helps that helps that, that helps, helps. <laughs> i think i've been listening to too much chris where he's like i need to be attracted to this right man. i know and i know I'm like, I'm attracted to him. <laughs> I love it. I know. Shout out, Chris. I know. It's like, I know. I, I know. Chris, like, he's so funny. He cracks me up. He's like, he's like, I just have to have the attraction. If I don't, I can't go with it. I'm like, I, I get it. Like, attraction is very yeah. important. But also, I also think this is a part. It's obviously attraction. And then it's also the feeling safe and feeling, you know, loved and respected. Because obviously, yeah. that's a huge part of it. Yes. I mean, and well, like, for me, I, like... You know, I think they're like cute. Or yeah, looking of course. But like, they get hotter to me the yes. more they treat me well. Oh, well said. Yeah, because you are like, oh wow, now I can see you as something more than just this guy that I started dating because you're yeah. doing A, B, and C for me, and now I'm like falling for you. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, I thought Justin was cute, and then like as we got like more and more into it, I was like, oh, you have great personality. Oh, like you don't give a flying f about like really anyone and anyone thinks like you're just like all about like you and your family and your people. Like that's amazing. Like everything. Yeah became more attractive so like I get that and that like makes sense and then you were like oh here's my finger yeah. <laughs> exactly and go ahead and put a ring on it yeah it's a little light exactly right go ahead I'm waiting for it exactly you got it girl I love it no it's, it's awesome well good for you I think that's I think that's great and like that's that's exciting you know with like like the, the new whatever the status is oh, that, yeah. that's that's I don't know please tell me <laughs> I, I love it I just stay tuned yeah <laughs> stay tuned guys I love it that's awesome um has your mom met him yet oh. no okay but I did invite him to a function that my mom went to oh I, like, invited him to the three-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. The, I know. I was I, supposed to be there. I know it was my best friend Steph's birthday, oh, so I wasn't okay. able to be there. But I but I was there in spirit. We were yes. we were texting, and I was very happy for you, and I, I was very honored to be included on your amazing celebration night. But he but he was there? 
No, no, okay. no one from LA was able to go. Oh, okay. Well, I but mean, that's okay. Yeah, you unfortunately, know, because it's like you know, you know, you know how it is. The distance, the traffic. Sometimes and it's on a Tuesday, right? You know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's it's true. It's like okay, yeah. only some people made it. Okay, so he wasn't able to make it. Yeah, but your so, mom was there. Yeah. Okay. So it's like I invited him to that. So technically, they could have been in the same room. Yeah. Okay. But I was also like nervous mm-hmm. because um just like how my mom is now with everything what do you mean um like after her dating life yeah i just like i'm scared to bring around men around her i don't know <laughs> why so, so she's protective as well yeah okay and it's like well he's like a little bit older he's like 13 years older than me oh i didn't know that yeah so oh he doesn't look that much older right yeah so it's like yeah i did not know that at all i think like her perception of me is like she still sees me as like this little girl of course so like i don't think she realizes my own age Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, of course i get (laughs) it yeah yeah i mean listen totally bad comparison but i mean i said he went so nice to look at her like she's five months old i'm like my little baby and everyone's like well she's a toddler i'm like don't use that word you know i was like like, she's a baby yeah exactly (laughs) she's still the baby you know but it's like i get it you know it's like your mom, of course, and I get it because I'm a mom now. Like, your mom looks at you and is like, that's my little girl. And, yeah. you know, I birthed her and raised her. And it's, you know, different. So, okay, so she hasn't met him. And you're a little nervous because she is protective. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, I think everything will work out, you know. Yeah, sure. I just have, I'm just always that person that, like, future projects things. Mm-hmm. And I think about it. And then I overanalyze the mm-hmm. situation. And then that's Most of what us, gives me anxiety, Yeah, chicks do. I know? get it. Yeah, I know. You allow <laughs> that to fester. And then it's, like, becomes something that it's really not. No, yeah. I I totally get it. I mean, that, that, make, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so your mom will hopefully eventually meet him if everything continues. Has your sister met him? No. Oh, okay. I thought maybe she had. I thought for a second. <laughs> you know, I saw your face. You're <laughs> different like, different guy. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. No, I'm, I'm actually like I'm dating right now, but he's like the only one I'm dating. But like, since there's no discussion, about right? Exclusive. Yeah, yeah. I'm still like flirting with. That sure, guy, so. of course. Keeping your options. Yeah, open. I get it. It makes sense. One, I think it's smart too, because going back to what you were saying with like being independent and like owning your own and like knowing you know your worth and like being who you are it's like you also are doing that because you're like well I'm not in a exclusive situation right now yeah so I have to be good to myself and make sure like I'm taking care of me yeah because then I get a little crazy and then I'm like start planning our wedding <laughs> and I'm like Tara slow down <laughs> it's not gonna happen yet <laughs> it might not even happen does he, does, does he, do we do we know does he does he does he want kids in the future um so like we brushed on it Briefly went over that. I feel like that always comes up somehow on a date. Like, like Justin, like, brushed up on it after, like, not even two months me dating him. He was like, by the way, like, I know we're not, like, super serious yet, but I just wanted to be really honest and let you know, like, I really, you know, I'm looking for a woman who wants to be mother my children. And it was like, but anyways, you know, back to this, you know, cocktail. And I was like, whoa, hello, we just hit that. You know, (laughs) like, no pressure. So, like, the second time I hung out with him, mm-hmm. his friend was over there. Mm-hmm. And I made a comment, like, oh, if that was my kid, I would never let that happen. Uh-huh. And then he made a comment saying, like, oh, you mean you're an e- Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that out. It's okay. We'll edit that out. <laughs> edit out 46 minutes. Let's keep going. <laughs> oh, it's great. I'm going to read this. Well, okay, so he had his friend over, and mm-hmm. then he was like, oh, you and so-and-so's kid. Uh-huh. And I'm referring, like... Referring to himself. Yes. Okay. And I was like, oh, 
like, I don't know. Right. Like, <laughs> kind of cute. All right, all right. I just, like, laughed it off. Sure. Because like, if you act too serious, he's going to be like, well, maybe I was kind of kidding. Right. Yeah. Okay, but he brushed and it up Well, like, it. his friend said that about him. Oh, his friend yeah. said yeah. it about him. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, but so. did he hear it? Yeah, no, I mean, he's he right there, and I don't know, I just didn't know how to react with that comment, because <laughs> it's like the first or yeah. second time I'm over there hanging right. out with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. That's funny. Um, it's just a little awkward. Yeah. And then we like talked about, like he mentioned to me that one of the reasons why it didn't work out with his ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. is that she wanted to get married, have kids right then and there. Oh, but that so was, it was like pump the brakes. Yeah, but that was also five years ago. Oh, okay, so he was in a different place yeah yeah i think that he doesn't want to like wipe me up right then and there sure. you know what i yeah, mean yeah, yeah. and like have kids with me but right. he said like i think it's kind of like he might have also said something when i was black <laughs> it was the night of the oops. bowling alley oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oops. that's so funny um but like not now, but right. like five years Right, yeah, like where he sees his future kind of thing. And I didn't like talk about how many kids or anything. It's yeah, just yeah. like, I felt like that was too soon to have that conversation. Totally, yeah. I mean, it's one thing to kind of brush up on it and like make a joke or kind of know where someone's at. It's another to like get deep dive and be like, hey, so if this happens, like let's yeah. get some names going. Yeah. You know, that's a little much. <laughs> well, like that's exactly the reason why I don't want to have that conversation too is yeah. because it's too soon. Of course. And I don't want to psych myself out for yeah. something right. that might not happen. Right. Right. No, of course. Yeah. yeah no, I, I mean, I, I completely get that. I think we do that as like women. Like we don't realize we yeah. do, but we do. Yeah. So no, it's, 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 it's just funny that like the friend said it and you're like, okay. Anyways, it's like an yeah. awkward silence. Ha ha ha. Moving on. Awkward laugh. Like <laughs> insert emoji here. You know? It's you're like, like, so where's, oh no, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> so where's my drink? <laughs> Exactly. Cocktail emoji. Yeah. <laughs> Moving along. Moving along. Well, okay, but going back to you, but you do want kids. I do. One day I really with someone. Do. I just don't think that right now is the right time. Oh, yeah, for me no, for sure. Because I have so much to do, and yeah. I think that if I were to have a kid right now, then I wouldn't be able to help as many people as yeah. I could. You know? Yeah, you want to still do what you're doing, which, so let's 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 go back to that. So now, you know, Dirty Johnson over now, so the show went off, the, went off, it was just, I mean, there's still like replays and whatever, but the show ended what? How long ago now? Oh, man. Um, I was trying to think January, about it. Yeah, like, January-ish January-ish? or something, right? I don't know. So that's... coming up on like maybe close yeah, to a year or something. Yeah. Okay, so coming out of that and now everything you're doing again, all these amazing events you've done, all, you know, advocating and everything and connecting on social and, you know, all the different things you're sharing with people, your podcast now, Time Out with Tara, everything. Like, what are you really trying to do as far as you advocating as Tara and what you're trying to do for others? Well, I'm really trying to let other women know and be aware of red flags. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really trying to add, I'm trying to advocate for like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, listen, more power but to you, girl. They all kind of go hand in hand if mm-hmm. you were in a bad relationship right. or if things got abusive. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm advocating for PTSD, bringing mental awareness to that. So important. Um, or bringing awareness to that yeah. mental illness. Um, and then also just red flag, back to the red flags. Yeah. And then also, um, self-defense right because what i did was so i don't want to say extraordinary but I, to some no absolutely it is oh yeah but no of course it is i mean how many people do you hear of actually killing like their attacker and surviving yeah. i but mean it, yeah but it was like so 
by the book mm-hmm. without me knowing what the book really was. Right. You know what I mean? Right. If for you, it was just literally, I have to save myself in this situation. Yeah. But you weren't really thinking about what you were doing and how it was all happening. Yeah. I wasn't thinking like, this is going to turn into a podcast. Right. And of course. so on. It, right. I was just living in my moment. Yeah. And trying to fix what needed to be fixed in that time. And mm-hmm. Unfortunately, well, actually, fortunately, I think that this is a good thing that happened. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> I was able to kill him. Yeah. And this bad guy is not here anymore. Right, exactly, good riddance. Yeah. And so it's like, I've already did something to help save women then, mm-hmm. but it was more so to save myself and my family and yeah. everyone else. And yeah. I wasn't thinking about the women then. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I am. Right. And I'm like, my journey is just not over. Mm-hmm. I just need to it's just beginning. them all. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And I love it. I think that's beautifully said that you said it for it in, in the moment and everything you went through, it was for you and obviously your life and your survival and your family and everything and your mom. But now it's like a part of your story yes. and it's part of, like you said, helping other women. And so like, what are some of the things, obviously your blog, obviously you just did that article with people, Time Out with Tara, the amazing podcast. Yeah. Share a little bit about Time Out with Tara. Okay. So Time Out with Tara, we talk about dating stories, mm-hmm. but we also interview people that have amazing stories mm-hmm. because I feel like everyone has a story and like, you yeah. know, yeah. and you're going to be on. Yes, I'm going to be on. So excited. Yeah. So everyone has an amazing story mm-hmm. that someone can listen to and always take something from. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Whether they're inspired, empowered, they learn something. Yeah. I agree with you. It's like everyone has a story and someone, if not more than someone, can take away from that and yeah. learn something or feel good about yeah. something. So my podcast is kind of like a dating self-help, but mm-hmm. you have to like self-help yourself. Oh, yeah. These people's stories. Right, right. And then um, it's fun and lighthearted. Yes, it's a great show. Most episodes, mm-hmm. but there's like some that are a little bit more serious than others. Right. And I think that, and I think that's great because that's life, right? Yeah. There's some, there's some fun and laughing and then there's some seriousness. Yeah. So that's like, I think that's amazing. And congrats on launching it. Thank it's like you. pretty freshly new, right? Yes. Yeah. And then anything else that I've done, it's all on my media page on yeah. my website, mm-hmm. taranewell.com. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so are you going to be doing more events with advocating? What what is, what oh. is next? Yeah, like <laughs> yes. what you know what I mean? Like what's like what's next for you and what are you wanting to put out there and what are you wanting to do to help all these different women? Thank you for asking that yeah. because I actually have a um I think I'm gonna do the five K run because oh, the ten K is a little too oh, much. Oh hey, listen, the fact you're gonna do five K more power to you. Oh, thanks. I don't think I can handle a 1K right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm on September 29th. Mm-hmm. It's called the OC Women Run. We are walking for Safe Passage Hills. Okay. And um, if you go on to my Instagram, I sometimes post about that event. And mm-hmm. I'll have it oh, in yeah, my... Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yes. Yeah. I'll have it in my highlights in my story for mm-hmm. um, events and, like, upcoming things. Right. Too. Oh, that's and amazing. You could donate or you could come and walk if you're in SoCal. We would love to have you, and it's for an amazing cause. Yeah. And it's not just for battered women, but these women bring their children, and these children have been abused. So um, it's helping yeah. all of that. Yeah, that's beautiful. So for you, it's events coming up next. Obviously, amazing interviews for your podcast, and just anything you can do really to help other women and and be a part of this community to continue to like you said help with the red flags share empower and help this community yes and that's beautiful i mean i think that's wonderful and and we need 
more of that, you know, and it's like, I'm, I, I'm so grateful not only for our friendship, but for you as a woman that you put yourself out there so much and you share so much of you and you want to help others and you want to bring, you know, so much light to a, maybe a dark spot of what's going on and you want to show people like there are ways to get past it and, and then to thrive and there are things to look out for when you're in it and how to get out. And I think all that, you know, really isn't talked about all that often. And I love that you're continuing to put that out there and say, this is how these things are handled. This is what I'm trying to do. And if you need me, you know, I'm a resource. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Is there anything else that you would want to leave my audience with as far as like just any gems to take away or anything that you would want them to know about you or just about, you know, your journey that you'd want people to resonate with? Um, I don't know more so about my journey, but just going back to what I said, always take time for yourself mm-hmm. care, mm-hmm. Um, put boundaries up women I love this quote from mm-hmm. if you guys seen um simple a simple favor with oh, Blake Lively uh-huh, uh-huh. women apologize too much mm. and part of that reason is because of our boundaries right we're not knowing what is a boundary and what's not and screw I'm saying I'm sorry to that yeah because boundaries are great and they're amazing right and they're necessary yeah yeah and I love that you said I think that's I think that's a really great takeaway and again plug your website of course give your social media all that good stuff so they can go ahead and check you out and your podcast about with Tara can be found anywhere you listen to my podcast Apple Apple Spotify, Spotify Stitcher basically Audio anywhere Boom. yeah anywhere yeah. that you're listening to another podcast that you love you will find Tara yes and I just figured out how to distribute it all. I love you. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, she's a new show, so yes. good, good, good for you. Yes. Okay. So you can find me on my and I can't say. <laughs> okay, so you can find me on my Instagram. It's Tara Newell, T E R R A N E W E L L, and then for my website, it's taranewell.com. For my Twitter, it's Tara underscore Newell. Okay. Keeping it keep keeping us on our toes. Well, <laughs> honestly, I just created a Twitter when I was like 14. Yeah, you didn't know. No, it's all good. Yeah. I'm just giving you a hard time. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so basically, and if you basically if you Google Tara Newell, you will find her. You will find her story and all the amazing things she's doing. And you should definitely go check out all of her social because she's sharing daily what she's going on with her life, when she goes to her therapy, all the different things that help her continue to thrive and help advocate for others. So yes. thank you so much for being on. You were amazing. Thank, thank you, you for sharing your, you know, your realness and your heart. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Until next time, guys. Cheers. Bye. Hi, I'm Lisa Drexman, founder of Fit for Mom and the author of The Empowered Mama. Come on over and check out my podcast. I want to help you reclaim your health, your time, and yourself. I want to help get you out of overwhelm and get you into living your best life as a mom. I interview top mom entrepreneurs on how they started their business and how they do the motherhood. Check out the Empowered Mama podcast.